Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country on the Triple M Network. That is 49 stations and on the listener app. It's great to have this man on the show. We welcome an incredible multi-instrumentalist, producer, songwriter, incredible success, not only here in Australia but around the world. Last year his music was streamed in 183 different countries and it's no surprise, great songs, incredible live show, which is what we're celebrating now, a brand new album too as we raise our glasses to 10 amazing performances at Blues Fest. It is an absolute pleasure to welcome to the show... The one and only Mr. Ash Grimold. How are you, man? Good, brother. Thank you so much for that intro. It was uh, awesome. Uh, don't be silly, man. It's fine. Like I said, it's been a, a bit of a bucket list moment to get you on the show, man. So it's great uh, to have oh, you here cool. and around, you know, new album time, man. It's, it's a pretty exciting mm. period, isn't it? It is. And, you know, this album is all about playing live. So, yeah. um, you know, it was it was done in a good prop in Bernard Fannin. Fanning's um, studio oh, cool, cool, cool. here in the Byron region, but yeah, nice. um, it's all about playing live, you know. So. Yeah, and that's, uh, is that 301 Studios? It's, it's, so it's Nick it, D.D.'s space, not, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, called nice. Brooklet. It's a new one. Yeah, cool. um, yeah, so it was really awesome. And, and, you know, it was very much around the um, the set that we were going to do for Blues Fest. We, we were here rehearsing it in my space, and I'm just like, oh, I want to record this. This is ah, different to what's been on my albums, and that's it's so cool. You know, there's different ways of making music, and and mm. there's one thing that I hadn't done for that for the, some of those songs, which was just the old school thing of going in there with some really amazing players and just yeah. jamming off each other and making awesome. it a journey. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Hey, take us back to your first ever performance at Blues Fest. Do you remember where you were? Because it's such an iconic um, festival, obviously to go to as a punter, but. I think you'd agree there's no better feeling as a muso is that, you know, when you get the good news from either your manager or your booking agent going, hey, you're playing Blues Fest. Do you, do you remember that, that first moment? Oh, man. You know, like I'm from <laughs> Melbourne originally. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so like I play, I was played blues and also I loved surfing and I loved Fire and Bay. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was trying to get into that thing for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I finally got in. Yeah. And I just played my heart out, awesome, and uh, man. so and they had to get me back um, for, for every year for a little while there because yeah. I just I just sort of like I don't know I just made it happen that like I oh, got to so make good. it a blues fest. Oh, cool. um, but the first gig I played there was um, they used to have a thing called the Duke Joint when it, when okay. this is when Blues Fest was in um, the town and it was on a footy oval. Oh, and right, cool. The Duke Joint was the footy club rooms. <laughs> <laughs> no way. So it was this sweaty kind of gig, which a juke joint is what they have in America that yeah. the African-American people have that's like yeah. a, no, it's not even a pub, it's like a small room kind of thing. So cool, cool, cool. That's what it was like and it was sweaty and it was just awesome. And um, oh, yeah, cool. and back after that, I loved it. Man, what were those kind of, because I'm guessing you would have performed, like you would have done some Byron kind of trips, obviously, before you played Blues Fest. What was that whole experience like, you know, taking your music from Melbourne and taking it to a place like Byron where I feel like it would be very well received? And, you know, like you were saying before, that lifestyle that you like, you know, being by the beach and, you know, 
uh, rich in music? Oh, it was always my dream. I just wanted to, you know, travel the coast, surfing, yeah. in a van. It's like become a cliche, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. still when I, I still have a van and when I, you know, even though I, I live here now, I still love going up and down the coast and doing gigs and yeah. surfing and playing. And um, it was just, you know, so awesome and so exciting. And, you know, that time of year, there's always swell. It always rains, it's always hot, and yeah. there's always waves. <laughs> yeah. It was just awesome. Like, I couldn't believe that there was a – it's like my festival. There's yeah. a, it's blues, you know, and pretty bluesy, actually. And, yeah. um, you know, bluesy, there's surf, there's Byron Bay. It's just like, oh, it's all happening. Man, can you explain what it's like touring? I had um, Kim Churchill in here not too long ago, and he was saying a very similar thing to you there – just getting in the van and going to travel, I think a lot of people that play in bands are very jealous of that, that, you know, you're able to kind of get in a van and go from town to town and to surf and kind of go at your own pace and not have to, you know, lug on all this gear and, you know, hang out with all these people. What's touring like for you? Is it is it quite therapeutic touring Australia like that? Oh, you know, I've gone in and out of like, full band with yeah. massive setups and yeah. but I started off solo and I'm back solo for a lot of the time yeah. these days yep. and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and you do do it at your own rate. And yeah. you know, like say if I've got a long journey, yeah. I'll always, I've got my little spots always if I'm oh, like heading cool. from, like say if I'm going to Melbourne, there'll be a few spots on the coast between here and Sydney that I'll hit. And I um, awesome. always find something new and it's just like, it's always an adventure and, um, you know, it's just like this East Coast, I, I love the West Coast as well, but like this East Coast is so loaded, like there's so yeah. many good, good places to surf and, you know, good little, little spots, you know, um, so it's awesome to mix those two things together. Um, yeah, I just love it. And it's really kind of really taking music back to its purest form, isn't it? You're kind of stripping back the songs. It's just you, that mm. connection with the audience. And like you mm. said, I suppose when you're touring like that too, you have more time to kind of build up a connection with fans like before and after the show too. Yeah. And it's cool. You know, I'm pretty lucky because like my whole thing, you know, coming out of that festival scene in the early, you know, 2000s and stuff as the Roots explosion kind of happened. It's yeah. Like it's, it's a pretty party kind of style music too. Mm. Like it's not like a little acoustic quiet thing yeah so like people can actually party to yeah. it as well so, um it it's it's good when you can play solo and do that um mm. and, and not everyone does that and like the, the you know cool things of, of all different styles but yeah i think in this current climate too i just feel very lucky that i can go around the place and do that and yeah. people know that if they come to my show they're going to have a good time as mm. well as see yeah. like singer songwriter stuff they're going to see they're going to party too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good Good to have the combo. I feel very blessed with how it's all worked out. Oh, man, that's so exciting. And like I said in the intro before, like to have your music streamed all around the world, but in all <laughs> these different kind of countries, what's that like as a musician to kind of like to think about that, I guess, or to, you know, to kind of get that feedback, you know, you're getting fans from all around the world going, come here and come there. That must be quite special too. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, and it is good to see the world playing. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, what I just described—that lifestyle of touring up and down the coast, 
that's at odds with jumping on a plane and going yeah. overseas and doing it there. That's yeah. a different thing again. Mm. And I guess I'm now at a stage where I'm <laughs> sort of weighing that up, actually. Of course. And yeah. saying, um, I kind of want to live a really like that health, healthy life and travel a lot of odds. So mm. I'm often arguing with my wife about that because she wants me to keep building Europe so we can go hang out there. But... <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I was doing that before COVID and yeah. playing a lot in Europe, but yeah. like since I've been more sticking to the Aussie thing and kind of digging it. Oh, that's cool. Do you, <laughs> At home. Yeah. But, you know, you know. It's it's cool. The about... younger guys like Kim and all yeah. and all of them, they they go overseas all the time and they look and and it looks really cool and fun. But uh, yeah. at the moment I'm not really hungry for that as much because I I just I like surfing and I like yeah. you know, got kids and stuff. So yeah. just weighing that one up. But you know, it's really good to to have support all over the world. Man, it sounds like you've found a real kind of sweet spot where you're at now. Then, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> I feel very lucky with how it's all worked out. For people who have never been to Blues Fest before, you know, I, I think it's one of the obviously, you know, it's won heaps of awards for being one of the greatest festivals in the world. But how would you describe Blues Fest to someone who's never been? Um. Man, it's an education. The way they yeah. um, program that, it's really legit. Like, um, they have absolute legends of music and roots music and the music I love. Yeah. So, you know, like for me, it's not every day that that, that style of music that I love, I see like those yeah. people live in the flesh, you know, yep. played alongside people like, you know, Santana and mm. Bonnie Raitt and BB King and the Blind. Oh, one year, the Blind Boys of Alabama came out. It was so awesome. They had like 10,000 people in raptures doing their old school gospel vibes. Oh, and, really? Yeah, it was classic. <laughs> they yeah. were really good. Yeah. Um, you know, and of course, you know, all those roots people like Jack Johnson, I know he's coming back this year, and, you know, John Butler, Xavier Rudd, all those guys yeah. as well, you know. Um, yeah, it's just, just been awesome over the years of, I love Blues Fest. I think that's so cool because I feel like, you know, when you go to a festival, it might be your first one and you're with your friends and, you know, you get drunk and you don't really kind of appreciate it. But what else is cool about Blues Fest is uh, it's a family event too. You know, you can bring your kids and, you know, they really do kind of get to soak up this amazing experience and all these amazing bands. Absolutely. And like I say, like, you know, they do get legends out. So, like, they might not be around forever or, you know, like, you know, that so many people, like they, they had Bob Dylan out, you know, and they had B.B. King, you know, like just absolute legends of music. So, yeah. and and those people, you know, they're not always around forever. So it's like, mm. it's so awesome that you can yeah. go chill, you can have a good time and you can do whatever. And then you're seeing like pinch yourself kind of people. Yeah, you know? good call. And talk mm. to me about... As well as all the Aussies that are, you know, yeah. playing. Um there's like there's this mo- magic moment of playing these big festivals and then kind of getting off stage and that having that adrenaline and maybe having a beer and you must have had some fun times kind of behind the scenes and you know meeting some of your heroes too. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah it's been awesome. I mean, I remember back in the back in the day sitting round you know a table with Jack Johnson just sort of oh. freaking out that I was next to him. <laughs> but he's actually a legend. He's super mellow. I ended up interviewing him for my book. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, and he's just such a legend. He's a really nice guy, super grounded, yeah. um, humble guy. So, yeah. 
Um, yeah, a lot. A lot of people are when you finally meet. You know, when you meet a lot of the really big people, the good yeah, ones. Yeah, a lot of them are just mellow. You know, exactly. Really um, nice people. Oh man, well, t- talk talk us through this album, man. Like, how did it kind of come to be? When did you realize I'm going to do it here? I'm going to do it in Byron. Nick Deidere, of course, a lot of work with Powderfinger, Pearl Jam, you know, some of the biggest names in the world. Was that easy, kind of picking the people and, and kind of putting it together? Yeah, well, the two guys, it's like my little super band. Like, um, uh, Ian Perez plays with Bernard Fanning, and he he was with Wolfmother originally, then he played with me, and then he went to cool. Xavier Rudd. And yes. He, uh, he plays in the Whitlams and Bernard Fanning now, and a, a lot of others. That's the guy on the keyboards. Yeah. And, like, using him for bass synth instead of like a bass guitar. And it oh. just sounds super gigantic and fat. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Bobby Alou, who's also a good mate of mine, he's a front man in his own right, but he's also a great drummer. Cool. So, yeah, and I got Bobby doing, um, we did the Bill Withers covers, cover Ain't No Sunshine and got Bobby singing on it, which uh, was awesome. I, that is incredible. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a favorite. That's really good. Yeah, he's a but but every song like jams out and or most of them do like really jam out and have different sections in them where we just sort of go for it and do big guitar solos and stuff like that. And a lot of that I haven't ever really got that vibe onto a proper studio album. Yeah, so yeah. that interplay. So that that's what it's really about. And you know, like back in the day like Hendrix and um mm. Clapton and, you know, Clapton and Cream, these were like three-piece bands that were actually the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. And they were revered for their musical ability, um, yes. which is a bit of a radical thought. So um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to try and do something like a, a power trio that, yeah, that, of course. that was in that vein. Yeah. Man, when I listen to this album, I just kind of, I can't help but picture it live. You know, it must be fun, really fun to kind of get these songs out there and perform to an audience. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It's really cool. You did uh, your first show in Cooley. Um, how was the reception there? Uh, that was really good. And nice. then I did, a, a, but that was a solo one. Then I did a band oh, okay. one in Mullumbimby, which is closer to my hometown. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. But I'm actually playing in Caloundra. I know. That's going to be oh, fun, man. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've got, don't worry, I've got all the... I'll lead in. <laughs> You've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like you said, playing those kind of East Coast towns like Caloundra is awesome. You know, venues like the King Beach Tavern. Then you go up north to like Soul Bar, the Maruchidor. Uh, a, a fun place to play and, and no doubt this will be good. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Really um, looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Um, what else is kind of coming up after this tour? Um, I've got a little bit of time off in December nice. and um, just do a bit more recording and I'm working on a few new singles for the new year. Great. Um, and I've already got some of them finished, so I'll have to have to send you one when I'm when I'm done. Please but, do, um, man. Yeah, I will. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's booked like super solid in the new year with like hardly any time off. So, <laughs> how's the wife feel about that one? Gonna be, uh, she likes that money. <laughs> I was gonna say, you might have to lock in a European holiday just at the end to yeah. sweeten the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, cool, man. I actually was looking at a little Bali trip just before oh, you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> after doing all those gigs. Yeah, nice, yeah. man. Uh, we're talking, um, off, off air before just like about some magical blues fest moments, and you said that. <laughs> You got on stage with Chain. I can't believe that you pulled that out. Oh, mate, we got to do, do it. 
That's a classic. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. What, what was that like? You know, there's playing Blues Fest as your own shows, but then going up and playing with these legends. That must be a bit of a pinch yourself kind of moment. It was. So what you're playing there is Black and Blue, yep. and I actually covered that when I did an album with the um, Living End rhythm section. Oh, cool. we love that riff. Absolutely. It's badass, you know, like Aussie 70s. Yeah. You know, bluesy music, you know, um, and they were, they're such legends. And um, I've always had a lot of respect for those guys. And yeah. I was really honored that Matt Taylor couldn't make it over, mm -hmm. um, you know, because of all the craziness. Yep. Um, he's in WA. And so I had to front them for half a Oh, wow. Um, yeah, for <laughs> half the set. So that song you just played, that yeah. I was singing that one. <laughs> oh, cool, man. Yeah. Which is my favorite song of theirs. And I did a few others as well. And um, oh, Awesome. It was really cool. And we had a lot of the, um, you know, some of the best um, guitarists yeah. from the Australian blues scene oh, cool. all jamming together in that gig. It was very special. I'll always remember that. Nice, man. Well, Ash, while I've got you here, mate, I want to play a quick game with you. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's my party or dinner. So this is called Right Party Dinner. I play it with all my acts, and this is a special Blues Fest edition. So I'm going to give you three acts picked completely at random. They've all played Blues Fest, and you've either got to write with one, party with the next, and the third you take home to dinner, okay? <laughs> okay. So, so your three acts are, they've all performed at Blues Fest. Act one. So we got the Crowdies, okay. second act. Yeah. Here comes the story of Bobby D. And the third. The Doobie Brothers. Ooh. So right, pa right. right party dinner. We've got Crowded House, Bob Dylan, and the Doobie Brothers with Ash Grumold. Right party dinner. So you're going to okay. write a song with one, party with the next, and the third you take home to dinner. Right. Okay, well, it would be a claim to fame to have Dylan around for dinner, wouldn't uh, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you might um, not be able to get well, him to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd, uh, Well, he's the best song, well, known as, like, one of the best songwriters yeah, ever. Of course. So Dylan's um, over for dinner. Yeah, he's hanging. Yeah. Um, and then what, what, there was Party, and then what was the other we one? We've got Party and Right. So we've got Crowded House and Doobie okay. Brothers. Okay, Party with the Doobie yeah, Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You're taking them to the Great Northern in Byron? <laughs> yeah. And um, I was just going to write a hit that oh. is an earworm that stays in people's minds for the rest of 30 years <laughs> yeah, we, uh, with Crowded yeah, absolutely. House. Absolutely. Always take the weather. Ash, this has been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for chatting. Yeah. Look forward to uh, having you man. actually in studio when you're in Melbourne. Good luck in Caloundra. Uh, the album sounds amazing, man, and the rest of the shows. And have fun in Bali, too, if that gets across the line. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping so. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Thank you so much. No worries, Ash. Thanks, Ethan.